This episode of You Haven't Seen It is brought to you by the apology that it took so goddamn long. Wait, you haven't seen it? You gotta see it! Oh, you gotta see it! Hello and welcome to another episode of You Haven't Seen It, the podcast about all the best movies you have never seen. My name is Dan, I am the host of the show, and each week, he says each week, it's been ages since I've done one, just because of personal stuff, COVID obviously is just getting in the way, I was back to work, and then blah 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 blah. Anyway, what I do each week is I... Find a movie or TV show that I love, that I don't think is getting enough love, and people need to see it. For whatever reason, this movie has or TV show hasn't been seen. It might be it didn't have enough advertising, or it's just an old movie, or whatever, you know? And I sing its praises, tell you where you can watch it, and then hopefully you'll want to watch it too. And how it all works here, there is one rule that the film itself has to be obtainable. So it can't be some kind of weird, obscure art house film or just a strange movie that you can only watch if you suck off Spyro in the backstreet alleys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm looking at Spyro and then it just all went wrong. Anyway, um, yes, so... We're going to talk about a movie today that I think is awesome, fantastic. It's really uh, a great movie and it is a bit of a cult classic, but still not enough people have heard about this film, especially people who like this genre. Uh, I tend to talk about horror movies and stuff a lot because that's one of the things I love the most. Um, So here's one thing we're going to do as well. The first section, I'm just going to talk about a bit about the movie talk about what it's like why i like that movie some of the best bits from the movie that really just stand out to me and why i think you should watch it uh, tell you where you can watch it and the other section itself i'll also talk about um uh, some facts about the movie so some behind the scenes and things like that but it is going to be spoiler free so here it is killer clowns from outer space what's the plot so let's jump in we'll talk about the plot from imdb so here it is this is the synopsis on imdb when a small town is invaded by aliens from outer space who are capturing and killing the townspeople no one takes them seriously why these aliens all look like circus clowns use weapons that look like clown like and all have painted on smiles Only a few of the young people in the town realise the danger, and of course, no one believes them. Armed with an ice cream truck, they try and rescue their friends. So, as you can hear from the crazy plot that I just read out, it is a a weird and wonderful kind of horror movie. Um, It's more comedy than horror. Don't go into it expecting blood and guts, because that ain't what you're going to get. But it is just so fucking good it is a satire on the you know like the 1950s films you know like the blob and invasion of the body snatches that kind of stuff and it's just hilarious it's um to me I, it's one of those funny kind of films that i have to watch every halloween because uh, it's just great it's just a stupid over-the-top idea and it really kind of just like is a feel-good kind of horror film um yeah so the aliens 
actually, they do look like clowns. They look like more melted blob of clowns, but they do look like clowns. All of the guns are like clowns. They have like a, like a, a bloody, they have popcorn kind of guns and they have candy floss, like cocoons and they're, their spaceship looks like a fucking circus tent. It is just a weird romp of a time, and it's so much fun to watch. It's one of those films that you can, like, sit and watch with mates and just uh, have a good laugh watching it and just talking about the weird shit that's happening on the screen at the time. And I love this film from the get-go, like, immediately when the film kicks in. Uh, the soundtrack that kicks in is absolutely great. It's this, like, 80s kind of hair metal song that's just been done in like a circus music kind of way it's really good and it's got some absolutely fantastic scenes in the film itself uh that just make me laugh every time i see them like there's paris in the film like where there's a hot lady hot lady (laughs) a woman who is attractive this hot lady she's too hot Ooh, don't touch it's it's gonna burn Anyway, this hot lady, she like orders a pizza and like she opens the door in like fucking lingerie with a glass of wine. It's such a parody on porn. <laughs> and there's just clowns stood there and she's like, oh, you have a pizza for me? Oh, and then like a fucking clown bumps out the pizza, pizza blah, 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 jumps out of the pizza box. Fuck, it's been so long that I've not done this. I can no longer talk. And there's another scene where like our main characters, they're just at like make out point, uh, just like making out with all their girls and gals like in their cars and shit. And these two guys rock up with some in a fucking ice cream truck, uh, with two girls that they're trying to hook up with by offering them free ice cream. Like, is that what gets ladies going? I don't know. Um, all you sing- single ladies out there, tell me, is, is this what gets you going? Email in. Uh, the email is in the description below. So if you want to email in and let me know if ice cream will get, uh, men laid, please do. I would like to know. I can buy ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> this film also has its classic tropes, such as, uh, the main characters. So you've got Grant G- Kramer. I'll try again. Grant Kramer playing Mike Tobacco. Uh, Susan Snyder playing Debbie Stone. John Allen Nelson playing Dave Henson and the great John Vernon playing Curtis Mooney. And Curtis Mooney, he plays like the old school kind of police officer in the town who doesn't believe everything that's going on. And he hates teenagers and he just hates the way they look and he wants to throw them in jail because of how they're dressed. Like some guys are just walking across the street and he decides to arrest them and throw them in jail. He just hates everything that's going on. And there's a great scene with uh, John Vernon playing this police officer, Mooney, later on uh, in the film. I'm not going to say what happens, but it's just one of those like really playful, fun scenes that kind of like a callback to the stuff he says during the film. It's really good. Um, it's just fantastic. It's even got the tropes of like the old man finding the thing with his dog just like happens in a couple of other 50s horror movies. Um, and it's just like wall-to-wall jokes. And the animatronics in it and the suits are incredible. Like, the special effects on it are, are really good. Like, they kind of hold up uh, for what an 80s movie is like. Like, you're not going to really see the strings. Um, yeah, and it's just over-the-top 
playful and just absolutely stupid in that regard. And, you know, the soundtrack is great. The characters, I actually really enjoy watching these characters because they are just such a parody of um, movies from the time. You know, the 50s and the 60s and stuff, those kind of classic American horror films. Um, And there's some information that I'll tell you in the fact section about the people who made this film. But I think you'll be pleasantly surprised about who made this film and then go, oh, yeah, well, that makes sense uh, because of what happens in it. Um, But, yeah, other than that, let's talk about some facts of the movie. Facty, facty, fact. So I told you I would say some facts about this movie. And here they are. So the film itself was released in 1988. It's a very good year because that's the year I was born. It's a very good year. Yeah, everything good came out in 1988. <laughs> 1988, baby. Yeah. Uh, but the, actually, on the credits, it says 1987, which is a fun little fact for you straight out the bat. Uh, it was directed by Stephen Chodo and it was written by Charles Chodo and Stephen Chodo, also known better as the Chodo Brothers. Uh, the Chodo Brothers uh, were a special effects kind of team. Uh, and they worked on films such as like the Critters movies, Team America, Elf. You know, so they're really kind of veterans of the industry when it comes to uh, special effects. So, which is why the film itself has such good special effects. Uh, they really do kind of stand out really well, and they do hold up. Um, the film itself had a budget of around about two million. Uh, didn't really say um, here, like what, on the facts that I looked over, how much it made. Uh, but you know, it's still around today. It's become a cult classic. So um, it's you know, hopefully one day they were even talking about making a sequel. We might still get one. They keep teasing it, but you never know. Um, there's some great things in the movie. Um, other than that as well, uh, the, the soundtrack itself was performed by the Dickies, the song I mentioned earlier. Um, fun facts about the, the song, um, they never actually saw the movie or any bits from the movie when they wrote the song. Uh, they just heard the name, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And the people who made the film, the Chiodo Brothers, were really worried that the, the song wouldn't fit the theme of the movie. But then they wrote the song and they heard it and it fit perfectly. It, it's an amazing song and it fits the, the theme of the film so well. Um, yeah, and it's just some great stuff. There isn't that much to really talk about other than the, the, you know, the, the little things like that. There's one segment that I do have to talk about in this film. Boobies in movies. I said we're going to get some boobies in movies and here they are, guys. I hope you like big giant clown boobies. Because you get some. <laughs> There's a scene in the film where the two brothers who drive the ice cream truck uh, get stuck inside the alien spaceship and they come across two female <laughs> clowns. And the clowns just swell up their boobies to try and entrap them. It's fucking so stupid. It's like, what is happening? Why? Oh, it's just so funny. Like, they're just like, and they're like, oh, but they just, oh, this is so wrong in every single way. But it's great. Um, the film itself, uh, on, uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a score of 75% on the tomato meter and the audience score is 59%. And on IMDb, it's got a 6.2 out of 10. And for me, my score itself, 7 out of 10. You know, I really enjoy this movie. I know what it is. 
it's not going to be uh, an exorcist or uh, a bloody alien. It is what it is. Killer clowns from outer space. It's a comedy first, horror second, and it's just a real good time. Um, there's just some crazy scenes in it, and they just obviously kind of did whatever they wanted. They used every special effects uh, idea they had up their sleeve and put it in this one film. There's a great scene with some shadow uh, shadow hand puppets, uh, and there's another a great scene where a guy's uh, one of the clowns is riding a bike and comes across some bikers. Uh, really good. I said this is one of those films that you should watch with friends. So. Um, get hold of it if you can. I have got it on Blu-ray that I got from Arrow Video, uh, but it's also available on streaming on Amazon. Uh, you may have to pay for it, but it is on there. Uh, but yeah, honestly, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, guys. I really think you'll enjoy it. Just give it a chance if you're up for a bit of a laugh. You want to break from your horror movie marathon like I'm doing at the minute because it's now October. So I'm actually doing a horror film every day. I call it Horrortober. This is the third year I've done it. And if you need a bit of a break from blood and guts and tension, Killer Clowns from Outer Space is the film for you. And that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, any questions you guys have got, shoot an email or get up on my social media. Uh, the links are down below. And until next time, guys, happy watching. <laughs>